Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uga chaka uga 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 chaka uga 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 chaka uga 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 chaka uga uga I can't stop this feeling When I talk about F1 I get a full-blown throbbing hood And it feels so good On the pit straight Where the drivers meet I see Natalie Pinks I want to kiss her feet I'm Hooked on fast cars And Naomi she's I think she's in love with me. Danny Rick will bounce back. He'll find some pace for sure. And if you think he'll be replaced, you're a filthy whore. Brundle's grip walks excite me. I love to watch him shit the bed. But when Kravitz comes on the radio, two seconds ten. But we need to get on with the show, hand the mic to a man you all know. It's time to hand the mic to Crofty, and you all can't stop me. Uh, take it away, Crofty. It's lights out and away we go. Once a week, one man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news, discussion, and results of Formula One. Well, that time has arrived. Sit back. Relax for the Park It In My Ferme show. Here is your host, Colby. Oh, you don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on tight with both hands. 
because it is your main school. Cody. AKA the Cordopotamus here at the PIRC, the Piff International Racing Circuit. It has been a moment, but I am back, baby. Woo! 85 mile long circuit. Seats roughly 54 million minimum, and we're at capacity here today. Ho, ho, ho. And you know where I've been. I haven't been doing a show for a little while because I've been off. I've been off looking for my thermo. Haven't found it yet, but if you guys happen to stumble across it, just remember to park it on up in there. As it is the Parking in My Fermo Show, the number one company F1 podcast in all the lands, according to my mum. We've got all the news, opinions, discussions, results, reviews, previews, brundle, grid walks, and more. Episode 209 coming at you hard and fast, but don't be soft and slow. If you've missed out the previous 208, you can get them on the greatest website ever created that doesn't contain incest porn yet. Let's park it in my firmate.com, or better yet, how about you look down at that podcast listing device of yours and you spank the shit out of that follow and like button. That way you're going to be the first in the world to hear this. My sexy, soothing, smooth sounds. You don't want to miss out on that, and there's nothing wrong with getting down and dirty in the slot, rolling around with a, the called apotomous. No, 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 no. But what the hell are we going to talk about today? Well, I don't know. I've got some explaining to do, I guess. I've been gone for a while. I need to talk about it. US Grand Prix recap. we got some stats of the week that'll blow your mind, as well as the best number two driver comparison. Who's going to come out on top there? And then we've got, of course, top five bold predictions for the Mexican Grand Prix, as well as your lock of the week. But without further ado, it's going to be a little bit different today. It's going to be a bit of a shorter, sweeter uh, podcast episode today because we got to we got to talk about our feelings. We got to get all all lovey dovey. We got to open up, fellas. Come on. So sit back, relax, and let's enjoy the show. It's a victory that will give Red Bull the Constructors' Championship in 2022. It's celebrations for team and for driver on such a poignant weekend. Max Verstappen wins the United States Grand Prix. And the action's still not over. Vettel in his final United States Grand Prix. Has he got the move done? No, not quite. George Russell takes the fastest lap of the race now. He's got the move done. The fireworks are going off. And on the track, Sebastian Vettel still giving his explosive action. Norris sixth, Alonso seventh. Sebastian Vettel comes home to finish eight. Max Verstappen, you are world champion. We are world champions. Thank you so much. And... Thank you, Dietrich Mateschitz, for everything that you have done. No, this one was for Dietrich. And uh, yeah, congrats, guys. What an amazing season to win also the Constructors. Um, you guys really deserve it. Make sure you like the socials at Park It In My Ferme on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Oh, go ahead and like them. Oh, go and do it. Don't dilly-dally like your homegirl Sally from the Valley. Just go ahead and like those socials. But Uncle Cordy wants to have a couple of words with you all. Got a couple of things I need to say to the legends, the cherubs, and the muffins, because I was bringing you this show three times a week. I was. Oh, and I love bringing you the show. I love putting on a performance. I love getting all the sound effects. I love doing it all, but it takes its toll. It's not easy. The last time I uploaded, that was Monday last week. It has been over a week since my last episode. Episode 208. You know, we were just getting ready to start previewing the US Grand Prix. And I'd even recorded a couple of episodes. I recorded episode 209 last week, but it wasn't good enough. 
It was shit. And I've got too much respect for you guys. I don't want to put out a subpar product. I don't want to just hit record and just talk like every other podcast out there. Oh, what did you get up to this week? Oh, no, what did you have for dinner? <laughs> this is what our audience want to hear. I know it's not what the audience want to fucking hear because I'm the audience for a lot of these shows. I don't want to hear them do that kind of shit. I want some sound effects. I want them to put in effort. But I'm finding out why they don't. Because it's not easy. It's not easy having a dozen or so sound effects on call at any time. Loading up the sound effects. Writing out all the topics. Not having someone to bounce ideas off of because I do it all by myself. I research a lot of things before I come to the show. I go on Reddit to see what people are talking about and get engaged with the other other Redditors. Have comments with it. Go to motorsport.com, see what the big headlines are. I check out all this stuff. Every episode I've done, and I've done 208 of them, this will be 209, every single episode I put in about four to six hours worth of work. Takes me about two, three hours worth of prepping, planning it all out. Another half an hour getting all the sound bites ready loaded and then about an hour to record and another hour hour and a half to edit it and upload it it takes a lot it takes a lot and when i'm doing it three times a week it is difficult and i was getting burnt out man i was that's all it was i was getting burnt out doing the same thing over and over trying to put on a performance to entertain you guys and what i do want to say is thank you Thank you to the dozens of people that have reached out to me, that have slid into the DMs to make sure I'm still alive, that everything's okay. I did reach out to our Legends Club members through the Patreon. I sent them all a message to let them know what was going on, but I was just mentally struggling with it. Formula One, this is meant to be fun for me. And as soon as I'm not having fun doing it, I just need to step away for a second. And I didn't know how else to tell you. That's what I'm telling you now. So I'm sorry. I haven't been here for a couple of days. Unfortunately, I will, to keep my sanity, I will be only doing one show a week for the rest of this year. So I understand if that is turning you guys off, but I just, I don't want to fall out of love of what I do. And who knows, I'll probably pick it up again. I've done it before. I started out only doing one episode a week. Then last year I was doing two during the season. And then this year I started doing three, three shows a week. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Because there's so much happening, I want to talk about it. But at the same time, I don't want to be bogged down. I want to have fun. I want to talk about Brundle's grid walks. I want to sing you guys some songs. I don't want to talk about aero packages. The only package I want to talk about is what I give your mum. And Big Dick Danny Rick. So again, 100% thank you guys for reaching out, making sure everything's okay. Everything is fine. I'm just mentally, mentally drained and burnt out by doing three shows a week. It's towards the end of the season. We got three races left. I'll still be here. I'm not going anywhere. It'll be one show a week though for the rest of this season. And then next year, who knows? I'll probably ramp it back up to two. I know what I'm like. I know what I'm like. But let's talk about the US Grand Prix. Come on, we're here. We're in a mood. Let's talk about it. Because... The US Grand Prix from 2021 had a moment, had an absolute magnificent moment. I mean, there's no other way to describe it other than it was the Martin Brundle gridwalk of all gridwalks. 
Or so I thought. Klaus, let's roll. You're a freestyle rapper. Have you got any rap for us today on Formula One? Oh, <laughs> I have no rap today. I'm sorry. Uh -huh. uh, who, are you support? who are you supporting in the race? Uh, I can do that because I did. Yeah. I can do that because I did. Fuck off, mate. I can do that because I did. I'm Martin Brando, mate. I can do that because I fucking did. Unbelievable. Got any freestyle raps for us, please, Megan? Got any freestyle raps? Then, what happened at the start of this year in Miami? Even worse. Fake Patrick Mahomes. DJ Khaled cutting a fucking WWE promo. Calling Venus Williams Serena or the other way around. I can't even remember. Pharrell looking high as a fucking kite. It was just David Beckham was acting weird too, trying to shun him. It was all happening in Miami. Well, we're going back to the US for a third time in the space of a year because we have the US Grand Prix in Coda last weekend. And, um, uh, oh, Brad Pitt. Oh, let's, let's see if we can get an interview with Brad Pitt. Klaus, roll it. Right, let's see if we got, um, let's see if we can have a chat with Brad Pitt. Oh, not a chance. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to talk to the guy behind you. Brad, Martin Brando, Sky F1. How are you doing? Uh, you, can you tell us a bit about this movie? No, not yet. Top secret. Uh, you've enjoyed the weekend. I've seen you so much this weekend. Thank you, man. All right, good. Somebody grabbing hold of my shoulder, I think. Obviously, they're known as pit stops if they don't want you to talk to Brad Pitt. But uh, Emerson Fittipaldi, here's a man we always love to talk to. Emmo, good to see you. I hadn't seen you all weekend. Well, that's funny, Monza, huh? Oh, yeah, well, oh, driving your cars was really good fun. But what a Grand Prix. This is fantastic for Formula One. You know, this place is incredible. Very demanding track to drive. I was driving the McLaren here. It's amazing, physically, mentally. On, on this track. Yeah, we had Mario out in a McLaren as well earlier on, and you and Mario need to get out here and give it some again. No, it uh, was so much fun to drive here. Uh, this track separates the men from the boys. The man from the... Okay. And the girls, of course. Okay, very good. Good to see you, my friend. Let's uh, see oh, no. who else. Let's wander to the front, because uh, they all seem to be oh, no, 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 no. It just got worse and worse. Emerson Fittipaldi. Oh my gosh. Well, it just separates the men from the boys. That's an expression. I don't think he meant anything from it. But the look on Brundle's face where it's like, oh shit. Oh, uh, we got to include women. Uh, and separate the men from the boys and the girls. Like, it's an expression separating the men from the boys. There haven't been any women Formula One drivers in a long time. It's okay for him to use that expression. Do I want there to be women in F1? Of course I do. Do I think the W Series is still a joke? Of course I do. But there was nothing wrong with that. Martin Brundle made that one awkward. In fact, I don't think Brad Pitt was even that bad. Apparently he didn't even want to be interviewed whatsoever, but Martin Brundle still approached him. And um, Brad Pitt still answered the questions. Oh, I can't talk about the movie. I do love if you can watch the footage online. What I love is when he's walking towards Brad Pitt and this other guy on the grid, don't know who it is, stuck his hand out ready for a handshake, looking into the camera, all smiles. And Martin's like, oh, no, no, no. I'm just, I just want to talk to the guy behind you. I just want to talk to... Oh. And the pit stop line? Oh, it was, it was a thing of beauty. 
What a fantastic US Grand Prix. But did you know there was a race on the weekend as well? Oh my Lord. Carlos Sainz, get out of here. Valtteri Bottas, get out of here, which was a shame because he was in the top 10 looking all right. Lance Stroll, DNF, get the fuck out of here, which also, he was sitting up there. But that's what you get for picking a fight with Fernando Alonso, who, by the way, got himself a nice little 30 second penalty, went all the way from what, like fifth, sixth, whatever it was, down to 15th? 15th? Pushed his teammate Sloppy Hockey up into the points, P10, disappointing weekend for him. Yo, uh, uh, Yuki Sonoda got himself some points as well. Great drive. Sebastian Vettel, driver of the day, deservingly so. He had himself an outing. But my God, it was just it was just a shit show all weekend. It wasn't actually that interesting. It wasn't that interesting a race. But I cannot believe that Fernando Alonso was issued a 30-second penalty for driving an unsafe car out there. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But there's not really, I'm not really going to report on it. I'm not going to dive deep into this one because I, I've, you know, for reasons I talked about a little bit earlier, normally I'll go through all the messages, all the highlights and talk about them, but there is not much to report. It was, I don't know about you guys, I struggled a bit. I mean, I, got to, I had to wake up at 5am to watch this one, but I struggled a little bit with this one. So, um, yeah, Max Verstappen, another win. Equals the most wins in a season ever with Sebi Boy and... Michael Schumacher, Lewis Hamilton, nowhere to be seen on that list. But he finished P2 in the race. Great job on him. Chuckles LeCluckles P3. But uh, I think it's now time for your stats of the week. I'm a stat man. Formula One stat man. Cody's a stat man. Yeah, stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stat time. Yeah. Oh, so much stats. So many stats. I don't know if this intro is even long enough. There's that many stats. Uh, stats, stats, stats. Yeah. Ooh, so many stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. I am a stat man. Ooh. And I got a little bit of a bit of a stat for you right now. We're going to be talking about Ferrari. Because this is been the worst decade so far for Ferrari. Yes, it's only three seasons in, 2020, 2021 and 2022, but by percentages they've only won 6.9% of all races. That is so low. And that's, I mean, that's thanks to this year. If it wasn't for this year, it'd be even lower. Their most successful decade, obviously it's the 2000s and it wasn't even fucking close. Winning 48.9% of all races nearly Half of them. I mean, how's that for your stat of the week? He's a stat man. Oh, that was a good stat. Yeah, such a good stat. Such a, such a good stat. You know it was. He's a stat man. Hey, let's go on with the show. Cool, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Making your way down the grid. Celebrities everywhere. We are hit with the awkward nonstop. A brundle doesn't care. I wish that I could look away. He's guessing names and being cringe as he talks to the sports stars. Getting them wrong, he is unhinged. I'd wish he'd stick to cars. Every interview he does, he blows. Sometimes you want to go to the grid where he doesn't know your name. And watching him hurts our fucking brain. We witness it on our TVs, it's awkward and insane. The grid where Brando doesn't even know your name. The Williams sisters, he guessed them wrong. Pharrell is looking cooked. DJ Khaled is weird as fuck. And Beckham didn't even look. But fake Patrick Mahomes was a low blow. Sometimes you want to go to the grid where he doesn't know your name And watching him hurts our fucking brain But we witness it on our TVs, it's awkward and insane The grid where Brando doesn't even know your name It is awkward and insane, and we've just added another one to the list. The Brad Pitt stop himself. Oh, what a grid work that was! It was incredible, unbelievable. Not to mention his great one-liners when speaking to that guy from Green Day. Got no idea who the fuck he is, but nailed it. The Boulevard of Broken Dreams line. But now we want to talk about something else. We're going to have a little chat about number two drivers because, look, there's been some discussions on some other shows I was listening to where they're talking about the number two driver and they're comparing Bottas and Checo Perez. Which one is better? Which one has been a better number two driver? Well, straight away, everyone's saying Perez. Everybody's saying Perez. Is he, though? Is he a better number two driver? Let's look at the resumes. What's the whole job of a number two driver? To let the number one driver win? To take the spotlight? To be up there to help the team get Constructors' Championship? Everyone's going to say the job of a number two driver is to just be there in the race, be that one up the front of the grid in the race so you can run multiple strategies. But why are you doing that? Is it to win the race? Yes. And why are you winning the race? It's to win the championship. So let's have a look. Checo Perez. Well, before this weekend had just happened, Red Bull hadn't won a championship with him as a number two driver. They've won one now. They're 50%. 
Okay, 50%. Not bad, not bad. Valtteri Bottas is a number two driver at Mercedes. 100%. They win a World Drivers' Championship Constructors' title every single year he's there. Hamilton wins a Drivers' Championship every single year but one. And it came down to the last lap of the last race on the last season where they're teammates. And that was sort of out of Bottas's control. So Valtteri Bottas, I would argue, is the better number two driver. Their team won the championship every single year he was there. Checo can't say that. Checo's only 50%, and that's only because of what happened last weekend. So before you all have a crack at my boy Bottas, just remember what is the ultimate goal. Do I think Perez is a better driver than Bottas? That's a that's a completely different question. But who do I think is better at being a number two driver? The proof is in the pudding, baby. It's Bot-Bot. It's Valtteri Bottas. But we have a race coming up this weekend, so it's now time to look at... Cody's Top 5. Top 5 bold predictions for the Mexican Grand Prix. Mejo. And I know what you're thinking. You're listening there to Cody and you're going, well, Cody, if, if only you gave us your predictions for the USGP, we'd all be billionaires right now. Because <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I got every single one of them right. Every single one without fail. Without fail. So without further ado, let's dive in right now. Get your pens and paper out because I'm going to drop some of the hottest tips going around. Whew. And there's some nice tips. I'm telling you that right now. Whoo, just a tip, baby. Coming in at number five. Cody's top five. Nicholas Latifi, yes. The Nicholas Latifi. Well, he's getting himself a DNF. Of course he is. It's a Mexican Grand Prix. It's Nicholas Latifi. It's just not going to happen. Driving fast and safe is not a Nicholas Latifi thing to do. So it's going to happen into the wall at some point, probably early in the race, and it will come on the radio. This is what he'll say. I don't know what happened, man. And we all do know what happened. Nicholas Latifi got behind the wheel of a car. That's what happened. Coming in at number four. Cody's top five. Sir Lewis Hamilton, he's getting on the podium. Yes, no question about it. They've got the new aero package upgrade that they got from the USGP. They're putting their eggs into a basket right now, preparing for next year. But also, they're desperate for that Hamilton win, to have one win for that team as well. They're going to throw everything at the wall, see what sticks, and have a good time doing it. He's definitely going to make his one to the podium. Back-to-back weekends. It's going to happen. Coming in at number three. Cody's top five. The race will be fucking boring. Yeah, I hate to say it. Mexican Grand Prix. Yes, they drive through a baseball stadium. It looks iconic. It's amazing. But there's not a lot of overtaking opportunities. And the race is notoriously... The highlight of the race is the podium at the end. If Perez gets on the podium, I mean, it's going to be a fucking fantastic, fantastic weekend. But, um... Yeah, that's the highlight. Everything else is sort of, eh, it's okay. It's okay. It's going to be a fucking boring race. I'm telling you that right now. Coming in at number two. Cody's top five. Alpine will do very nicely out there. I think Alonso and Sloppy Hockey are both going to get in the top ten. Um, one of them is getting top five finish. The other one maybe, maybe fifth and sixth. So I'm thinking Alonso... It's going to be on revenge from uh, the 32nd penalty. He'll be pushing. He might get a he might get a P4, and then I reckon Sloppy Hockey P5 or P6. 
That's the prediction there. And finally, our number one. Cody's top five. Well, Supermax has got to keep it going, doesn't he? Max Verstappen will get the W in Mexico, and he'll keep that going, breaking all records for most wins in a season. Oh, my Lord. Pinks, what are your thoughts? Wow. <laughs> me too, baby, me too. So just to recap, the top five were Latifi DNF, Hamilton on the podium. The race is going to be fucking boring. Alonso P4 with Sloppy Oki P5 or P6, and Verstappen wins. <laughs> That's not a bad top five. It's bold. But now it's time for a guarantee. Here's the lock of the week. Klaus, you want to grab this for me? Come on, Klaus, help. God, it's so fucking heavy. There we go. It's moving now. It's moving now. Oh, it's so loud. Goldie's Lock of the Week. Yes, lock of the week time, and it is a doozy. Perez is going to get that other podium position, and Checo's dad loses his fucking damn mind. He's going to rip his shirt off and run around bare-chested, start sculling cervezas. He's going to have himself the time of his life, and it's going to be magical scenes there like it was last year, and I can't fucking wait. I'm excited. But that was the top five bold predictions and the lock of the week. But ladies and gentlemen, like I said, short, sharp, shiny episode this week. Just wanted to touch base with you all. I'm, I'm reducing him down to one a week now, so I'm sorry for that. But if you've missed out on any of the previous episodes, head on over to parkingabyfurbay.com. They're all there to be downloaded. Pick yourself up some merch as well. Make yourself look pretty coming in to this lovely off-season in a few weeks' time. Um, make sure you subscribe and follow so you don't miss out. Episode 210 next week. I'm excited for it. It'll be good. It'll be a banger breaking down everything that happened at the Mexican Grand Prix. But I've uh, got to thank my muffins and my cherubs for sticking by me, reaching out, making sure everything's okay. But most importantly, the legends up there in the Legends Club. If you want to become a Legends Club member, you can sign up through the Patreon, patreon.com slash parkitinmyferme. And then you get your name read out in every single episode. You get special discounts at the merch store as well, 25% off free worldwide shipping. We've got Alex, Anthony, Caleb, Clint, John, Sammy, and Taylor. You guys are the absolute greatest human beings alive thank you so much for your support can't do the show without you and uh to everyone else <laughs> oh my lord thanks for listening thanks for listening Podcast Network. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.